What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan, and you are now watching the world's best daily show. And thank you. If you didn't know, new episodes drop every single fucking day. And do not forget that this is a visual podcast. So if you're listening in on podcast streaming platforms, head on over to YouTube, search for Constance the Podcast, and there you can watch your girl. I literally feel like I smoked a thousand cigarettes like chain smoking back to back to back to back does my voice sound like it 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 feels very rough in my throat all day today I was snacking on sunflower seeds which I haven't done in a long time and I don't ever recall them making my throat burn like this now they were the flavor dill pickle outrageous I know but they tasted so good and they helped me get through the day all that you know cracking and sucking helped time pass now as I speak about cracking and sucking on sunflower seeds I forgot how dangerous they could be bitch I was choking at work today my co-worker in the midst of me choking she's just sitting there I'm choking I'm choking I'm choking she's still sitting in her chair talking about are you okay like girl if I was dying you need to get up and do the Heimlich or something like that that's what they need to be prepping us on I still don't know how to do the Heimlich. I don't went through how many years of school in life and still don't know how to save somebody if they choking, can't breathe. But one thing I can tell you I know how to do is I know how to prepare for an active shooter. America is fucked. Job corporations are fucked. And the lack of urgency to save me was fucked up. So do better. Now, as I was eating the sunflower seeds, I really felt ghetto. Like, I was so cautious of the noise I could potentially make. I mean, it's nothing I could do. I was cracking the motherfucker, so I was definitely making noise, and the room is so silent. One thing that's so weird about being at work is, like, munching and crunching in silence. I hate hearing my coworkers eat while the room is silent, and I hate eating while the room is silent. It's so embarrassing. I don't know why it's embarrassing, but it's awkward as fuck. It's weird as fuck, and I am so happy to be home. Now, y'all know another thing I hate about work? I hate when... My boss or coworkers come up to me talking about, Constance, do you mind doing this? Or not even do you mind. Constance, would you like to try doing this? Like, girl, no, I don't want to try doing this. Yes, I do mind doing this. Stop giving me tasks. And the worst part about those questions is I don't have the option to say yes or no. So you better off just saying, Constance, I need you to do this, 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 and this. Don't even make me feel like I have a choice. Because now in my brain, I'm just thinking, why the fuck would you ask me that? I don't know. I feel like there's so many complaints that I can make about corporate America and the, the and just the workforce. Working sucks, but I am appreciative of work. Last thing I'm going to say about work, busy work, what the fuck is that? You ever been asked to do some shit at your job and you know that the corporation has been running for years without this ever being done. So why is it today that you've decided that this thing needs to be done? If everything has been running smoothly and swiftly without this thing, why are we trying to get it done? Why can't I just sit here in peace without doing anything? Why do you need me to actually work? Especially since we all know work is bullshit because everyone is huffing and puffing and sighing about the work that they got to do. So why would you try to distribute more work onto me? That's fucked up, ain't it? Okay, you guys, let's get into today's segment of bitch. Did you see? Sweet. If you are new here, this is the segment that's dedicated to the bullshit I see on my TL. And today, the tweet reads. Officers are on a scene of a shooting in the blank, blank, blank in Alexandria. One person taken to the hospital with injuries considered life threatening. Please avoid this area. The reason I blanked out everything is because y'all don't need to know where I live. This is where I live and I hate seeing shit like that. Stop trying to make the suburbs the hood. Stop acting like y'all need a bus to everybody and stop busting without purpose. Stop doing this shit. And what I truly do hate 
is when I, first of all, so yes, it's the suburbs. But what I truly do hate is whenever I look at those crime posts and I see that the person at fault is an African. Now, it sucks if it's anybody because you shouldn't be involved in that. But as an African, from one African to another, Honey, you know our parents did not come here for us to be running the streets and doing that. That's not even the lifestyle. we. That's not how we roll. That's not what we do. Stop trying to be so motherfucking hood. Now, it's one thing if you actually live in the hood and you can't escape the hood. I understand that your surroundings and your environment can contribute to the behavior that you, you know, assume in life. The behavior that you have in life. But... Like I said, bitch, we live in the suburbs. Ain't no need for this shit. All of this hood shit that these motherfuckers are doing in the streets is by choice. There's no need for it. Niggas is gangbanging, robbing, stealing, shooting. And motherfucker, we live in the suburbs. Like, I just don't know why I see cases like this. But really, from one African to another, y'all know that ain't how we were raised. Y'all know we don't know nothing about that. Y'all know that it's time to give it up, give it a rest. And remember your hardworking mama that came from whatever country in Africa to the United States to make a better living for you. Don't do that. Really, all people, like, let it go. If you in the hood and you in the hood is hood and do, by all means, live the life you live. But if you live where I live and you know if you live where I live, don't. Fuck if you, if you live where I live. If you live in the suburbs, bitch, stop acting like it's the hood because it's not. That shit's not cool. cute. That shit's not cool. That shit is just, I mean, why are we killing people? Why are we shooting people? What is going on? <sighs> Mm-hmm. okay excuse me i actually didn't read into the case it could have been self-defense but if it was self-defense i doubt it was self-defense motherfuckers just be busting okay whatever fuck it that's today's bitch did you see that tweet i'm not retweeting it because y'all don't need to know shit if you seen it you seen it if you didn't you didn't life moves on now we're getting into word association let's get into it Mm-mm. let's get into it do it let's Get into it. Mm, mm. And to it and boot it. Y'all know what's so crazy? I was watching some old episodes today, like some old Constance the Podcast episodes. Usually I'm like, I'm not going to watch these episodes. They're just, I bet they're cringy. Like I just assume they're cringy because of how, ooh, dollar sign Constance in one, the mic was wobbling. Um, I just assumed that the episodes are cringy because of how long ago I made them and I don't want to sit and listen to them. But I sat and I listened to someone. I was like, Constance, you be talking that ish, girl. Okay. The episodes were good. So yeah, that was, that was a good feeling. Um. There are some thoughts that I, like some things that I said at that time that I, you know, no longer agree with, but this show is here to show my evolution and growth. So it's just cool. It's just cool to see, you know, it's just cool to see the growth of the show, really. Y'all, I got a motherfucking headache. These lights are killing me. Oh my goodness. We in the bowl. Oh, really quickly, before I get into the bowl, I know it's so many things. Like, Constance, just, girl, just get into it. Um, Today... First of all, every day I have to parallel park to park my car. But I try to get to work early so I don't have to actually parallel park. Like I don't have to like embarrass myself. You know, when there is ample space within the parallel parking area, you get the luxury of just pulling in and parking. But when there are cars already there, it's hard for me to maneuver out. I cannot parallel park. And so today I had to get out of the whole parallel parking debacle. And I might have possibly not possibly did the world would never know hit another car. But 
I got out so fast that nobody saw me possibly do something that I possibly didn't did that I might have actually done. The world will never know. One time I saw somebody hit a car. Uh, it was actually me and two friends. We saw somebody hit a car. And I was vlogging while that happened. I wasn't vlogging then, but I was just vlogging, you know, me and my friends having a lit time. And the person hit the car and he was getting ready to skirt off, but then he looked and saw us and saw that I had my camera and he got out the car acting like he was talking about, uh, do you guys have a pen? Like, nigga, you know you was going to motherfucking leave. But yeah, we got a pen for your ass. You better motherfucking leave some paperwork for them people to let them know that you hit their shit. He left a dent in their shit. I actually wouldn't have snitched. I don't care that much, but it was funny that I did get to witness it. But luckily, nobody got to witness me and what I did. I mean, I didn't do too. I didn't do damage because my car was good. So shit. One thing about driving like a lunky car, like a junkie car, is like sometimes you can hit somebody and you'll do damage to them, but it won't do damage to you. So it's like shit. If I'm good, I'm good. I've had people hit my car, not hit my car, but like I've had people like actually I've had somebody back into my car. I've had somebody like open their car door and hit my car, but. It didn't really leave anything. So I was like, hey, ain't no problem. But it fucked they shit up and I ain't complain too much. Does that mean I have a good car? Does that, does that mean I have a bad car? I don't know. Have you ever had someone hit your car? I, I remember one time somebody opened their car door. They hit my car. And they were going to act like they didn't give a fuck. And then I said out loud, oh, what the fuck? And then they looked and saw me. And then they started to act like they care. So I got out. I looked. Shit was good. So, you know, I was all right with that. But people are so fake. Like, they just fake. Anyways, parallel parking is hard. I can't park. I can't drive. And I possibly do sometimes. Maybe we don't know. Hit people. I All feel right, like we should run a brief intermission and then come back. Run a brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in. All right. 240-587-3186. Call in. Leave me a voicemail and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we're back. I actually have pulled two. We're here. We pulled out, ooh, the black card. Um, I feel like after I say this, people may want to revoke my black card, but I'm going to say it. Because I'm always honest and keeping it real here on this podcast. I do not know how to play Uno. Um, yeah, I feel like every time I play Uno, people are telling me that I'm doing the wrong fucking thing. Like, I could have swore I learned how to play it when I was a kid. But apparently my rules ain't the real rules. Now, y'all tell me if this is how you play Uno or not. All right. You put your card down. Your card is a color and it has a number. The next person is able to put down a card that is either the same color or same number, right? And then if you put down like a draw four and I got a draw four and I'm next, I could put down a draw four, right? And it skips me, right? I feel like every time I try to go with those rules, somebody tells me no. Y'all let me know. Another thing I can't play, I don't know how to play spades. As many times as I have, as I have played spades, I cannot remember the gist of the game. I cannot remember the rules of the game. I don't really know how to play card games. Does that mean that my black card is revoked? Bitch, I know how to do the electric slide, the cha-cha slide, and the cupid shuffle. So give me some points, right? I'll never disappoint at a cookout. But I cannot play those card games. Damn. I, I, I just, 
do I know how to play Uno? Like, did I explain that correctly? Spades, I have absolutely no idea. Anytime you get around a group of black people, somebody's always like, let's play spades. The only thing I can tell you about spades is there's always somebody mad as shit talking about you reneging, you reneging, you reneging. That's all I can tell you about spades. I don't know. And then people be like, put that in the books or that's look at her books or whatever the fuck. I get the terminology and the lingo, but bitch, I don't know how to play that shit. Y'all know how to play that shit? If you do, run it down for me. Let me know in the comments because I guarantee you I ain't going to go research that shit on my own. Should I Google it? Maybe we should use this as educational time for anybody that doesn't know how to play. We about to look and see how to play spades. If it's too long of something to read, you're just going to have to Google it on your own. Mm, okay, let's see. Object of the game. To win at least the number of tricks bid. I don't even know what the fuck that means. The deal. The first dealer is chosen by a draw for higher card, and therefore the turn to deal proceeds clockwise. The entire deck is dealt at one time, face down, beginning in the dealer's left. Beginning on the dealer's left, sorry. The players then pick up their card and arrange them by suites. I don't even feel like reading all this. Fuck it. I'll never know how to play it. I'll never play it, and life moves on. Let's go back into the bowl. I feel like, is there anything else that I, that I should have my black card revoked for? I don't think so. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of black movies, but who has? Other than, like, my girlfriend. She's seen every movie possible. But I don't know anybody else that has seen as many movies as her. She didn't introduce me to so many things. Have y'all ever seen Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy and Angela Davis? That movie is absolutely hilarious. Like, it's I don't think it's meant to be a comedy, but the shit is just funny, the stupid shit that happens. Y'all got to watch that movie. I don't know where you can watch it because Netflix doesn't have good shit, but get into it somewhere. You'll find it. I pulled out, okay, smoke session. Or is a smoke session a date? I personally don't feel like a smoke session is a date. As a matter of fact, I feel like the smoke session is to be expected before the day like let's say it's the first time we meet and you pick me up like yeah i would hope that something is rolled up and lit as soon as i hop in the car but that's not the day you got to take me somewhere after that and then you could light one up after everything else but the smoke session is not the day how old are we that flew when niggas was like 15 and the only date you could go on was like to chipotle so if you ain't got the money for chipotle i ain't gonna cry about it but we will smoke and i'll count that as a date but now motherfucker that mother that shit smoking is to be expected I've said it before and I'll say it again. A blunt don't get you when a bitch draws. A blunt don't get you shit other than a few, not even a few points because motherfucker, this is expected. No, nobody should be thinking a, a smoke session is the first date. Unless you took me to somewhere cool where it's like you could smoke and eat at the same time. Like I know there are restaurants like that somewhere, somewhere in the world that I'll make an exception for. But anything else? No, motherfucker. We not sitting in your car and you calling that a date. Now, it could be a hangout, but it's not a date. Yeah. Mm. No. No. Because me and my girl, we do not do that. Like, we... No, we don't do that. No. No. All right, we in the bowl. Oh, this is just a long one. I'm sitting here shaking it like, come on, come on. Okay. Catch, catch, get a little bit. Have you ever heard of that game? Catch, catch, get a little bit. If you never heard of it, it's basically like tag. And then when you catch the person, you hump them. I heard about it on College Hill Celebrity Edition. Big Frida was talking about it. Now, this is a kid's game. That's crazy that kids are doing that. But to be 100% honest, kids are doing a lot of freaky shit that we don't know about. 
kids are kissing in slides. Kids are doing, I don't know what else kids are doing that's crazy, but kids are doing crazy shit. Kids are definitely doing crazy shit. I remember I was younger and a little kid was like, jump up and down. And I don't know why I didn't get it, but I was doing it. And then my little brother was like, stop doing that. And then I thought to myself, oh, because I had breasts at the time and I hadn't caught on yet. Like, I don't know. I was just confused. Kids are freaky and weird and nasty. But that's not actually what I wanted to talk about. Um, This whole catch, catch, get, catch, catch, get a little bit. First of all, watch your kids. But second of all, what is a childhood game that you hated playing or that you liked playing? I don't think I really enjoyed playing anything as a kid for real other than shame, shame, shame. I don't want to go to Mexico no more, more, more. There's a big fat policeman at the door, door, door. When you open the door, he will pee on the floor. I don't want to go to Mexico no more, more, more. I used to love kickball too. I used to love kickball. I used to love any game that would make that would give me the opportunity to run because I felt like I ran so fast. Um, in my elementary school, I wonder if they still have that. This, this was I wonder if they still have this. There's this thing where it's like you run 100 miles throughout the school year. Like you run a mile every day at recess. And you run 100 miles, you record it in a book, and then they put your name on a wall. And I did that. Um, I did that because I had a bunch of white friends. You know, white kids are so athletic. Like they do sports from the jump. So I was hanging out with white kids and they were always running. So I'm like, hey, let me just run. And I hope my name is still up on there on that wall because that's going to be millions for them. When, you know, the time comes, they're going to be like, oh, Constance Anna went here. Yep. Constance Anna went there. Um, But I really hated playing house. I only ever played house one time that I can remember. And I remember um, this little boy saying, you be the mommy and I be the daddy. And I remember that made me so uncomfortable because I thought it meant we had to kiss. This was like in preschool. I don't know why I remember this, but I remember it. And I thought it meant that we had to kiss. And I was so uncomfortable with that whole idea. And y'all want to know what's so funny? It was preschool, right? But he had on like a suit, like his parents saying <laughs> to school in a suit. That was just not it for me. I did not like that. That was the only time I think I had ever played. How- we didn't even play because I was like, this makes me uncomfortable. And yeah, so I want to know what childhood games y'all liked and what childhood games y'all grew up playing. I feel like I can't really think of anything. A lot of tag. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Me and my brothers, we used to always, at the time we lived in a townhouse, we used to always play like with balls, like basketballs, footballs, whatever. And we used to always break the window in our living room. Like we would always throw the ball and the ball would fly out the window. I know my parents were blown. They fixed that window regularly. And the other day we talked about it. When you own a home or when, yeah, when you own a home or you have a home, you have to pay for that shit yourself. And so I think they're actually renting at the time, but I know maybe they had a mortgage. I don't know the ins and outs, but, but beyond that, they had to call somebody to come fix it regularly. I don't know how much it costs to fix the window, but it couldn't have been cheap. They would take all the balls and throw them away. And then we would get more, you know, kids be stealing balls and shit. Oh my God. One time we came home from school, and we went to the backyard. We were so pressed. We had bikes. So we all drive our bikes. And we went to the backyard and the bikes were stolen. Like I talk about I live in the suburbs. I do live in the suburbs, but it do be ghetto ass motherfuckers around. Y'all know low income areas. Motherfuckers just be acting crazy. So they stole our bikes and we walked around looking for our bikes the whole day. Sad as shit. Like, damn, how you steal three bikes out somebody's backyard? That shit was tragic. Speaking of bikes, I remember when I got my bike, I was so pressed. I used to do, like, bike with only one handle, like, holding only one handlebar, right? And I felt cool doing that. I would go down hills. I would have a blast. And one day, I was like, let me try no handlebars. I don't know if y'all remember the song, I can ride a bike with no handlebars. No handlebars. Okay, so that influenced me to, like, try to no handlebars thing, right? So I'm riding a bike, and I let go of the two hands, bitch. Why the fuck did I bike my ass? (laughs) I bike my ass into a bush, like a tree. And that shit choked my ass the fuck up. Like, a, a tree branch just hit the fucking middle of my throat. I got choked the fuck up, and I walked my bike home, and 
I was pretty much done with that motherfucker after that. I don't remember if that was prior to getting the bike stolen or after, but I do remember that I was pretty much done with bikes after that. And now, anytime I get on a bike, it's pretty scary because I'm like, I don't remember how to ride it. I, I can figure out how to ride it, but it's still scary. We're going to go into the boat one more time, and then I have an advice column submission, and then we're just going to end today's show. I'm like sitting here like, do I do it? But let me just read it. Okay, this one says... When should you move in with your significant other? I feel like I don't plan on moving in with my significant other until I want to say either proposed or married. Like, I'm not interested in being girlfriends and living together. Like, no, I'm not interested in that because I really do like my own space. I also feel like for me, living together needs to be enjoyable. I don't want to be cooped up in one room. I think I've talked to y'all about it. I really do like space like Two rooms for me, please. Really, I need, like, a five-bedroom place. I need my own room. I need a room that's going to be a closet. I need another room that's going to be an office. And I need another room for... What what I need? Shit. Another room for wigs and glam. So, that is only accounting for my rooms, not my girls' rooms. You see, so I need space. I'm not going to pretend like it's cool for me. I'm not going to pretend like it's cool for me to be cooped up in one bedroom being irritated with lack of space because honey i need space and whole time i didn't even make room for my podcast studio i'm talking about office office ain't the podcast studio you see how many things i need therefore i can't be sharing on account of i don't even know why people rush to move in with each other if i'm moving in it's because i'm really comfortable and ready to share my life and in sharing my life i need to be realistic with my needs and my needs is space i need space i feel like i need my whole my own wing of a home i need a home a house before i live with my girl so yes after being proposed or after marriage then i'm cool and comfortable with moving in i don't get how people be living with people a year after they've been dating or six months after they've been dating everybody moves at different paces everybody has different wants and needs and desires no one way is better than the other but bitch i ain't moving in right the fuck away no especially if i haven't already lived by myself it's very important for me too to have lived by myself before i move in with my partner too because i always talk to you guys about the fact that i feel like i am I feel like I can get naggy. I just have so many expectations and wants for my own place. And I need to enjoy my own place without asking anybody to do anything. You know, I don't need somebody there just yet. I have yet to live by myself real, for real. And that's what I'm looking forward to. So what about you guys? When would you guys move in with your significant other? Leave a comment down below because I would really like to know. Now, I said that we have an advice column submission. So we're getting into the Dear Constance segment. This segment is dedicated to me giving you guys advice because you fucking requested it. I don't care what you need advice on. This is a judgment-free zone. This is a safe space. And honey, your secret is always safe with me. If you need advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186. You can also click the link down below in the description box or the link in my Instagram bio. That will direct you to my advice column, and there you can leave an anonymous submission. I would prefer that you call. So, again, the number is 240-587-3186. Today's advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, I've been feeling like I may want to get into sex work. The OnlyFans can get very lit. But have you ever encountered a dominatrix? I have never encountered a dominatrix. But I know what they are, and I don't know if you're asking if you should do it. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Do whatever's going to pay your bills and whatever makes you happy, honey. Um, Yeah, if you want to beat people and cuss their asses out and get paid for it and that works for you, do it. I ain't 110% opposed to being a feet model. I don't know if I would qualify, but 
I could potentially do it. Yeah, do whatever you want to do. If if you can make it work, you can make it work. Um, I ain't got no tips on how to do it, girl. I remember one time I watched a show called True Life. It was True Life, and it was like True Life. I'm a financial dominatrix or some shit like that. And so basically, these men would go with women to like stores and buy them shit in the store. But in the midst of the shopping, the men would be like down on all fours, chained with a leash and being commanded by the woman. Like, sit down, bitch, shut up, bitch, buy me this. And them niggas was going for it. So if you can find a motherfucker to go for it, go for it. I ain't got nothing to say other than personally, I couldn't do it. But if you can do it, bitch, fill me in on how that thing goes. Like once you get into the whole lifestyle, come back in here, leave me a submission to say constant. So I did it. And this is how it went. I definitely would like to know. What about you guys? How Have y'all ever encountered a dominatrix, done dominatrix? Have y'all ever paid for sex work? I have never in my life paid for sex work. Never in my life. Um, Yeah, we're ending the show. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Mm, leave me a review and a rating. Call me if you need advice. 240-587-3186. You can also leave, use that hotline to just talk to me. If I discussed something today or I said something in another episode that has you thinking, call me. Let's talk. Let's chat. Um, you leaving voicemails for all of these. So it's not like I'm picking up live time. You're going to talk to me. It's a voicemail. I'll play the vo- voicemail here and then we talk that way. Um, what else? I think that's it, y'all. Everything I need you to do is in the description box below. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace.